smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hi i'm satya santana from mint's personal finance team i have a question to you have you been investing in any of the access mutual fund schemes if yes you may find this podcast interesting even if you're not stay tuned I catch up with Jinesh Kopani, head of equities at Access Mutual Fund, to understand his personal finance journey. Let's listen to this fund manager on how he manages his own money. Hi, welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started on your money journey. Hi, Jinesh. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money podcast. Hi. Uh, so you're one of the well-known fund managers, and you know manages life savings of many at Axis uh, Mutual Fund. Uh, investors who are following you would have uh, heard a lot about your views on the market and your suggestions on where and how to invest. Uh, but in this podcast, we want to try something different. Uh, let us talk about how you manage your personal finances. Uh, shall we, Jinesh? Yeah, please. Yeah. Uh, so let's start with your asset allocation. Uh, it reveals a lot about the risk profile of an investor, right? So, what's your uh, current asset mix like, uh, Jinesh? So, it would be seventy percent equity, twenty uh, percent real estate, and ten percent gold. Okay, okay. Now, the seventy percent to equity, twenty percent to real estate. So, uh, can we say that you are a high risk appetite investor? Yeah, given the age profile. uh what i have now uh okay. i think uh, it is better to make maximum gains at this age and then slowly uh diversify your uh, asset mix further on a safer side understand understand uh so uh where do you invest your equity investment so do you invest directly or uh, you invest in mutual funds uh, or both mm-hmm. no i think uh, as per our compliance and uh, other policies uh, we uh, we cannot invest in direct equities so we invest in our mutual fund uh, schemes only okay okay uh, so what proportion do you invest in uh, your own uh, mutual fund schemes it would be let's say at this juncture it will be 90% in own schemes or my colleagues scheme in access okay okay uh since you invest a significant portion of your equity investments in uh you know access mutual fund which is regarded to follow a growth investing strategy so can we say that your equity portfolio also reflect that philosophy yeah 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 so for for us uh, what i have learned uh, is growth is life so and that is a big motto of one of the large conglomerate in india so yeah. i really look up to uh, that uh, vision uh, that unless and until you have growth uh, there is no way you can earn your wealth so right <laughs> that would reflect in my investment also great great and uh, you know access has also come up with a value fund uh, so just curious to know have you invested in that as well uh, so as per our uh, new uh, sebi requirement your skin in the game which comes into play uh, uh, then your some part of your holding has to go as per the uh, designation but otherwise most of that would be in the growth zone okay okay uh so and the exposure is across large mid small and focused funds is it correct 
okay um you know uh, have you also diversified your equity portfolio with international uh, exposure as well rajnesh so uh, the some of the schemes uh, we have have international exposure so from that okay. point of view i would be diversified by 10 12% understand understand and are you planning to increase that exposure slowly over a period of time once we get the hang once we understand that market well okay uh, we would i mean as i would invest more into my schemes uh, hmm. which are more uh, which has that overseas proportion it will the, the international exposure will go yeah and uh, do you believe that investing exposure will have more to add to your portfolio yeah, i think always uh, in equity also it is always good to diversify a bit hmm. uh, so you are playing uh, uh, entirely 100% domestic uh, story uh, while now the regulations allow you to invest overseas where there are certain business models which are not able to invest in the listed space in india so with that logic i think if i want to have exposure into some of the brands which i am wearing or using it why not Hmm. Yes, yes, yes. That's that. Uh, so, coming to your real estate holdings, uh, you prefer physical properties or you know any REITs kind of instruments? Uh? No, no, more of a physical, depending on the family requirement. Understand, understand. Uh, you know, maybe for the benefit of listeners, uh, you know, if they want to understand what REITs is, REITs is also a company uh, in which one can hold shares. Um, it works as a trust that owns a pool of income-generating real estate assets. uh it's considered a hybrid instrument um since it's uh, since it gives periodic income as well as uh benefits investors from value appreciation of property said uh with that aside uh jinesh uh, coming to your debt exposure you have real exposure to fixed income segment uh maybe no why is it because you don't believe in investing in debt or you think it's it doesn't fit your portfolio requirement see i think as i said and all throughout my career i have seen equity making wealth for the investors so when you see some of the stocks going up by 10% in a day mm. and <laughs> in the fixed income you are looking at 5 6% return so always the uh, uh, mind always is more uh, focused on uh, generating wealth from a longer term a good good wealth i would say so that is where i think taking uh, a risk at this age and making most out of it then equity is a better bet that is how i have played so okay okay but uh, how do you make sure that your portfolio has enough buffer uh when in in times of market correction uh, or say suppose uh, you know where do you invest to meet your short term financial requirements because it is suggested that uh, usually for your fund requirements in the next 3 years or uh, uh 3 to 4 years you shouldn't invest in equity or you should ideally come out of equity uh so where do you park uh, for such fund requirements so i think that the liquidity requirement which is there would be in a bit of an fd or savings account which is a normal requirement you have on a day to day basis or that way but otherwise i would say uh, since i am investing into mutual fund schemes i think the risk also you are taking is a very calculated risk rather than seeing huge drawdown so if you really take the history uh, i don't think any mutual fund scheme would have seen more than let's say 5 6% drawdown in a month means barring uh, one of events like global financial crisis or something like that 
if you really see last 10 15 years 20 years of data uh, uh, your uh, mutual fund schemes wouldn't have given huge drawdown if you are into a good mutual fund which is diversified mm-hmm. so to that also it is pretty liquid right at the end of the day you can redeem any many point of time so uh, to that extent uh, means the whatever the liquid requirements are there for day to day expenses purpose uh, sits in savings or maybe some fd short term fds but otherwise most goes into it. okay okay i understand uh, in terms of gold exposure uh, can we assume uh, that you know your exposure to gold is just to give buffer to the portfolio during market corrections like what we witnessed in march 2020 since you don't have any no, no, it exposure is, it is, it, frankly it is more of a home minister dictate <laughs> that uh, some part of the portfolio has to be in gold uh, because means it comes from that old thinking of a lender of last resort right at any given point of time when there is a need gold is always a good liquid asset to sell out in, in case you need so it is more of a family decision i would say understand understand i'm sure this old thinking will also come into uh help uh, during market corrections especially what you have seen in uh, march 2020 and uh, how often do you review your asset allocation mix uh, jinesh see uh, given uh, the age uh, what i have in my family requirement i think uh, what i do is systematically invest every month or maybe every three months into uh, my schemes or my colleague schemes so the requirement uh, i don't keep on looking at asset allocation every month or every day uh, the simple thought process is like uh, if you are uh, investing with a 5 to 10 year view then don't look at uh, uh, near term ups and downs in the market and try to time the market so more judicious investment is what i look for because it, frankly speaking as a fund manager also it becomes very difficult to time the market so when we get money in our portfolio we judiciously judiciously invest rather than trying to be cute or smart uh, that i know market is going to go down in next 10 days and i will invest later so it doesn't happen that way so it is more of of disciplined approach to investment and with a longer term understand understand coming to my next question uh, apart from investments you know maintaining enough emergency funds is also as important as investing rightly uh, so for how long will your emergency funds last See, I think it's an we are salaried people, right? So we get salary every month. So uh, at least we know what is coming and what are the expenses we would be looking for. So as I said, that uh, maybe at least a three month of uh, 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 savings you should keep it as a saving or short term FDs in case if you require that money for a shorter period. Of time. Okay, okay. So to that extent, you're saving it in FDs, fixed deposit. But uh, how often do you involve your family uh, in your in your case spouse in your family financial decisions like investing in equity and to be frank equity decision is mine because I am a domain expert in my home but uh, for real estate and gold obviously you need to take family understand understand uh sure um so uh, you know if you have to suggest investors on uh, their how to manage their personal finances Uh, personal finance in a holistic way uh, so what kind of suggestion do you give them see we normally tell people that depending on your risk appetite and the age profile you should uh, 
start your uh, equity debt gold and fd investment so if you are let's say 30 35 years of age then obviously taking higher risk is better to make more money and as you go to let's say 50 55 year of age the, the entire shift has to be towards more risk free kind of instrument so that whatever you money you have made in last 20 25 years stays with you for a longer period of time so i would say age and the risk appetite is what we normally see or i would like to advise that depending on the age profile uh, it is it is worth taking a risk understand understand yeah that's very well put uh, coming to my last question uh, what does wealth mean to you jinesh so i, I think uh, uh, see very very tough question to answer to be very mm-hmm. frank uh, but ultimately your aim is so the aim is that even uh, when you are uh, at let's say 60 years of age you should have enough wealth for your family to sustain your uh, livelihood in normal uh, manner so uh, the the basics has to be covered and then whatever enjoyment you want to as per your needs and desire so i think it is about more creating uh, i would say security for your family uh, in event something goes wrong from my side for I mean if if something happens to me also my family should be enough secured to enjoy that uh, wealth and life uh, in a in a sustainable good man understand that's beautiful yeah uh, that's all uh, jinesh that's all from my side thank you so much for joining us today thank you thank you satya that's all for now in this episode listeners if you have any queries or suggestions you can reach out to me on twitter my handle is at satya sontanam S A T Y A S O N T A N A M, or you can also write to us at mintmoney at livemint dot com. Bye bye. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.